0: All right, so here i am this is stories and solutions we're on another episode this is um season two and um i am mr todd and i have someone here that is uh i call the future legend we met like over 10 years ago i believe years and uh just always been a good person that was my first uh thing that i remember i remember about you was like your vibe which i said to you earlier and yes, um so, this is Super man, and um, you're in Hawaii, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah.
1: Oahu, out over here in Honolulu. <laughs> it's a
0: paradise. So, you're in Hawaii. My my wife's from Oahu. Oh, yeah. Same
1: island. Same island. Where's
0: where she from? What side? You know? Uh, Aiea. Oh, that's where I grew up. Yeah? Yeah. 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 streets. Yeah. That's awesome. That's crazy, because her parents live in, um, I have to ask her, uh, they just moved. But they, they live they live right by Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful area.
1: Yeah, that's right next to the base. Yeah, there's yeah. No, no better place in the world, I think. You know, that's my personal opinion. So
0: I, I, I just would go crazy because I can't leave. Oh,
1: yeah. You get stir crazy, huh?
0: Yeah, man. I'm like, I have to get in my car and go somewhere. And if I'm not, you know, like I tried the island thing where we went around. It was like two hours. Yep, that's a whole island. That's on yeah. a traffic. There's two
1: hours. It's like one hour.
0: So oh, okay. Sometimes. Without traffic. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go nuts. <laughs> Cause I couldn't like, I mean, I guess if I found a place where it's like a place to be with me and just kind of yeah. separate myself, that's different. But I just knew when I when we went there, I I was like, wow, you know, give me a year. I can be cool. But yeah, you gotta settle in yeah maybe it's
1: interesting when I when I when I left I was gone for a while and coming back home and kind of seeing all of it from the plane like it made me feel like I'm home you know there's something flying over the mainland and just seeing miles and miles and miles in all directions and just feeling feeling small I guess (laughs) like that's 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 how I felt when I went to California and my homie I was like, oh yeah, you know, I live in this area and I'm like, okay. And so I'm, I'm like, I'm in Cali, I'll come visit you. I'll type it into the address and it was eight hour drive. I was like, oh, what in the world? How are we in the same state and eight hours away from each other that, you know, when you grow up in such a small place where everybody's so connected, um, I think that it does kind of affect how you experience larger places like that. It just felt like, why is everything so far away? You know what I mean? <laughs> You can't walk anywhere. I got to get in a car to go to Walmart. That's crazy, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, I definitely see it though, because my dad's the same way. You know, he he makes a trip to the mainland every year just to just to get on the road and just get on the highway and drive. You know, from Virginia to like New York and craziness, crazy stuff. But really, yeah, yeah. So I, I see it. I see it. I definitely understand. I think that where you grow up and how you grow up definitely uh, affects the environment that you want to be in when you get older. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm from New York. So I'm from the city. And when I came, yeah, when I came out here, um, I, I was like 10. I was able to adapt because it was still a city, you know? Yeah. Although there wasn't very many people on the street. Like in New York, there's always somebody. Out here, there's nobody. We lived in Hollywood too, so there were people, but it wasn't the same vibe, you know? No, very different. Yeah. And then I moved to the desert, which was like nobody you know and that felt like an island that felt like an island like it was like you know you you didn't have water (laughs) you know this is a desert oasis (laughs) you know yeah um yeah but like how you said like i felt small there Mm -hmm. but when i went to hawaii i remember i was like i kept saying something like um i remember like asia was laughing at me because i kept saying wow Wow! Look at the sky; it's like really blue. And then, <laughs> and then, they're like her family was like laughing at me, and I'm thinking like, yeah. you know, you guys are jerks. Like, why are you laughing at me? Yeah. You know, and, and 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 then and then, like, when we went to the water, yeah, I, I remember I was like, look, look, like I can see fish, you know, because <laughs> you New York it. it's mud. You yeah. you don't see nothing, you know, and out here it's dirty, so it's like, you know, I didn't want to swim. I'm getting the water out here, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So that's that's I I love I love being there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I could survive. Like yeah. I'd have to yeah. I'd have to have a place out here as well. 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: That'd so we idea. we met um through Eric, right?
1: Yep, yeah, long time okay.
0: ago. So this is yeah. So I actually met Eric, I think it was 2005. And then um I'm I'm looking at my notes here cuz I had like we met through Eric, but then Eric um, and well, des is now uh Genesis one Genesis mm-hmm. producer, and then somehow you ended up with the buzz mixtape yeah 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 yeah, and, yeah which I which I apologize because that didn't turn out the way I wanted it to, but no. but it was uh i i i' I'm telling you man I'm going to avenge that well, yeah uh,
1: <laughs> never give up, never give up.
0: No. So what's the meaning of Super malaman? man? So when I was a kid, I used to be kind of a,
1: you know, it's the typical story of of being kind of an out outsider, you know, not, not really fitting in with any of the groups of kids that I was with. So I ended up, cause I, I was kind of a smart kid. My, my parents wanted me to be this, uh, you know, little brilliant president, you know what i mean the black <laughs> president kind of kid you know yeah and you know i had the aptitude for it but i think that because they pushed it so heavily it made me push away other kids that were um you know maybe not living up to that standard that my parents had put on me okay. um, and so i ended up in a lot of weird circles um, i spent a lot of time by myself and i spent a lot of time writing and drawing actually it mm. was funny i don't really draw that much anymore but Um, I I really loved superheroes growing up I watched so much Dragon Ball Z and just uh, because for me it always felt like things were a struggle like I was I was fighting against um, you know the expectations of my from my parents and uh, and and just that that loneliness Um, I I started drawing comics and uh, the character was Malaman
0: Um, oh okay
1: yeah it's a silly name you know it's just a uh uh port of my my name and and superman right um but that character he was he was happy go lucky he was uh he wasn't the smartest cat but he, he was always the hardest worker you know mm-hmm. and that that was the kind of took all of the things that that i admired and put them into one character and uh, i would try my best to embody that and i i remember you know we, we discussed before this uh, before we hit record yeah um, how uh that was how, great by the way yeah i yeah, know excellent conversation excellent conversation it's super important to me to always be yourself because what ends up happening is um people the people who who respond to that the right way are gonna stick around and that's right. you know i didn't have a lot of friends at first but i started drawing these comics and I, some people made fun of me and were like oh you know what a weird kid you know drawing doodling all day and then there were some kids who were like oh you know that's pretty cool like could you make a character for me too, you know? And uh, wow. led to this whole creation of a, of a universe. And I remember when I got to high school, you know, the the comic book movies had started coming out, you know, X Men and stuff like this. And it became like that was my thing. Like people came to me and were like, yo, like what's this? What's this week's? you know, comedy. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> yeah, it, it was super cool. I had all kind of, yeah. people, you know, people from all different walks of life would hear about it and would be like, yo, like I want a character in the story. You know, I want to have these powers and stuff. And and so, uh, yeah, it, 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 it became popular enough where, you know, like I wasn't like, I wasn't like ostracized the way that, that I was in elementary school and, and middle school. You know, I had a lot of friends and you know, people who really liked it. People were into that kind of culture. And um, so that, that was really important to me um, to just kind of sticking to to realizing like that that was who I wanted to be. That was the kind of person I wanted to be. And I didn't give up on it. Um, I, I kept pursuing it even when it wasn't working out for me and how it turned around and became a positive thing. You know, something that people had made fun of me for. Right. Become, people would call me that people, you know, Ayo Malaman, you know, that that's how people talk to me. And, you know, that nickname stuck. And uh, when I created this whole world, um, the idea of because, you know, in Japan, they have uh, honorifics, you know, something that you add to somebody's name to show that you respect them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so I created my own honorific
0: and uh, <laughs> super,
1: super, super <laughs> was the honorific. So, you know, my friends call me Malaman, but, you know, if you, if you don't know me like that, then it's super Malaman. Right. So
0: um,
1: that's that's how it is.
0: That's cool. So, like, um, what made you want to rhyme?
1: Oh, man. So, it's super funny. Um, I, had a, I had a period of time where I, I was super religious and uh, I got really into Christian rap, right? And mm-hmm. um, for at the time, uh, you know, there wasn't really a lot of that um, at the time. It was super, super niche. I know Lecrae went on to blow up and got his Grammy and all that. So, that, that's really cool for them. But before yeah. that, you know, it was very, very, very few people knew about it. And because I was religious at a time in my my teenage years where um, there wasn't a lot of music for us. So we would listen to these few artists, you know, and we wanted to bring that energy to our our youth group, right? So me and a couple of the guys, we started uh, our own Christian rap group, um, which it it was really fun at the time. We performed it at the church. (laughs) They didn't, a lot of the older folks did not like the idea of Christian rap. You know, they thought that those two things did not, you know, collide at all in their minds and did they see it like
0: as a negative
1: oh yeah definitely there were some people who thought that it was like bringing the secular world to the church and even though we were trying to we were trying to tell them that like we're young and we're into this and we want to you know use this to spread the word kind of thing but you know some people they don't they don't like change especially when it when it deals with things that they have uh, demonized in the past so I, I understand especially in retrospect um, where they were coming from I, I still disagree but um, that was that was kind of the start of it that was that was the start of my making my own records and then um, you know I, I had a falling out I, I started to to research other religions and realizing that things are a little more complicated than they were kind of being presented to me and I, I ended up uh, being kind of ostracized from my my religious group because I didn't agree with everything the book was saying, you know, mm. word for word. And I had already kind of pushed away a lot of friends on the secular side because I was, you know, the Christian rap, Exactly. And so it kind of left me in this space where um, I had all these kind of ideas and I wanted to Uh, express myself. Right. Like I felt lonely again, like from how it was from back in the day. But I had all this knowledge that I had accumulated from studying the Bible. And I started writing um, my own songs, which were kind of a lot of the early stuff was kind of about, you know, just the struggle, you know, of 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 wanting to believe in something bigger and um, all of that. When I I met, well, well, I had a cousin. uh, His name is Dom Dominic and his brother was producing beats. And he, uh, he, he was making a bunch of songs and he, we were over at his house one day and he says, he says hey man, can y'all, uh, like I wanna test out my new microphone but he was super shy. So he's like, can y'all just spit some bars over this, right? And uh, we made like six songs that night, me and, me and my cousin. And after that, it was a wrap. Like after I started, like I learned how to actually record tracks on my own i just started pumping out just tape and, after, more and, more. Tape and after tape and uh it, it never really stopped after that um once i, I you know we did teammate away in high school there was a a producer he went on uh to do some amazing things one of my friends uh uh Darrell uh, he went on to join a this beat organization called street empire and they went and put beats on logic i think he's got his he got his uh you know, Grammy or what is it called a gold record, you know, working with them. So he, he's went on the go nice. amazing things. But I remember we were just, you know, he's just messing around in Fruity Loops making beats and we would lay down tracks and it just became a, it became one of those things where it's like whenever I wanted to hang out with my friends, like what, what are we going to do? You know, we're going to, we're going to put something together, right. We're going to, we're going to make a track like we'll, we'll party or whatever, but we'll make a song it was like a productive reason to get together and i I just kept utilizing that as a as a technique to make friends man this was all
0: christian no 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 so it wasn't This was after
1: it was after after that Uh, all that all that stuff like phase two Uh, phase two phase two was all it was all uh secular stuff well i'll say that my my phase one was christian phase two was kind of like struggling with losing my faith right and then phase three was just full on because i'm hanging out with my friends and you know they want to rap like little wayne right so we're saying all kind of nonsense stuff and um one thing i always tell people whenever you're they want to get into music i always say uh try and emulate somebody that you like a lot yeah right?
0: because michael jackson
1: Michael Jackson, you know, Prince, whatever, whoever it is for you, just try and like make the same kind of music. And then over time, as you get more comfortable in yourself, you will start to kind of branch out. Right. So I started making music for fun, you know, making all these party songs, just is ridiculous stuff. And then I graduated high school and all of my friends, the guys at the Team 808 crew, they all fled to the mainland. You know, they all got got out of Hawaii. Um, They wanted to go to college at G- Georgia state or, you know, go to North Carolina, et cetera. And uh, I was just by myself. And because I was by myself, I was able to kind of really find my own style nice. and uh, it just took off from there. I-, I ended up meeting up with the team dethroned guys, um, completely changed my life. That's where I met my boy Fuku, who introduced me to Eric and, gotcha. uh, you know, everything just, it's, it's evolved. Uh, and it feels, it feels so natural, you know, just going out there and doing what I feel like a compulsion to do that I was doing when there was nothing, you know, and it was just me alone in the studio and it's, it's done nothing but bring, you know, amazing people into my life. So.
0: But you're like really gifted. When I heard you, uh, Eric came to me, he was like, dude, um, Eric and I were doing um, beat addicts at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And, and he was just learning how to use machine, and I had just got machine. Mm-hmm. And I'm I come from Pro Tools MPC. I'm like way back, right? MPC two thousand. I still have mine. <laughs> um, but um, I was you know doing my thing, and he was like, Hey, can you help me? Like, I want to learn how to do beats and this and that. And we were just vibing, like talking about it. And I met him because uh, my wife's. Uh, ex-mother-in-law is related with um, Danielle. Mm. So there was a party and then they came out. I was at that party. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm that. the only black dude and then Eric's the only black <laughs> dude. And, yeah. and like, yeah, so we're like, you know, how's it going? Da, da, da. And we're talking and then I don't even know how music came up, but mm-hmm. it just did. And then like we were talking and He was like yeah i'm going back to hawaii this and that no 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 was he in hawaii i think he was in kentucky Mm -hmm. but but um right yeah so then um we stayed in touch and then he was like yeah you know like we should do this so that's how we formed beat addicts Mm -hmm. and then he told me one day he was like man you gotta meet this dude i'm making sure the microphone got this (laughs) he's like man you gotta meet this dude uh this this man this cat is like like legit that uh we gotta do something this and that and i was like that's your thing you know like because i'm more <laughs> like if this is what you found like you should be doing what you want to do you know yeah
1: 100
0: yeah and then um when i heard you i was like native tongues like i went through my head they yeah. lost soul and then it was like substance and i'm telling you man i was like sitting there like like this is what i've been waiting for because <laughs> because i work with people but and I'm sure you understand this, but there's people that have talent, I think everybody has talent, but mm-hmm. when you have like a certain amount of talent and you think you have more than what you really have because you try yeah. to emulate somebody, mm-hmm. that's not talent. that's just like emulating somebody, yeah, you know I'm... you're copy you're copying right? So when I meet people because I'm in California, I tend oh, to waste yeah. a lot of time because <laughs> yeah. everybody sings oh, everybody yeah. raps, and then when they say. Oh, go to my SoundCloud or whatever. And I listen to it. I'm like, this is garbage, right? <laughs> yeah. Then, because everybody wants to sound like somebody else. And I'm more like, I want to hear something that doesn't sound like anything. Mm-hmm. So I can say, hey, my music doesn't sound like everybody's either. Mm-hmm. Maybe this fits, you know? Yeah. Um, And I want it to be something that's felt. So when, when like your song, Malik King, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I don't have, okay, my notes have nothing to do with your music. It's just just questions questions that i always wanted to ask you but mm. okay let's put it this way i can't even show you so i deleted because my phone was pretty much um cool yeah so i was like i need to uh get space on here right and i deleted all my music so just to <laughs> just to prove my point
1: oh, 2010 let me, let me Malik, King, oh my god oh
0: you, you can see it
1: yeah i saw it i saw it okay for a second
0: yeah so i have this Malik King, right? Mm-hmm. And when I listened to this, I could tell you, okay, beast mode, that made me say, "Use your NPC for this dude."
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, bring you it out. You see what yeah. I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Um, Malaking, I love that song. Um, no brainer. Um, believe it or not, the one um, from the Black and Yellow. Yeah. Uh-huh. The right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a quite a few, but there was. Like the reason why I'm telling you this is that's 2010. Mm-hmm. I still vibe to that to get myself in when I'm. I listened to your your meshi. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, so I listened to that and I created stuff for you. I listened to Mallik King. I created stuff for you, but I was waiting for this day for years because I was <laughs> like, I want to be able to see you, talk to you. <laughs> you know what I mean. And, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, it's it's the truth. It's like someone can say, "Oh, I'm Timberland," and he's worked with all these people, but his main thing in his head is, "I worked with Jay Z." Yeah, 100. right. That's how I'm looking at you. Like, <laughs> but like Talib, back in the day, I don't like the new stuff, but like, yeah, yeah, the new Black Soul. Yeah, that's just you know, um, <laughs> but like De La, like I said, like native tongues, but there's, there's substance there, yeah. you know, like you have substance. So that's why I asked you. So, um, yeah. So like for your age to me, um, you're like pretty accomplished. So you said you did six years in the service? Yes, sir. In the air force. Oh, it's air force. I don't know why I thought you were in the army. No, no, air, no. no. Air, okay. I'm, air force I'm, is I'm education.
1: And everything. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That's nice. And then you have music, and then you're what I say you're in a- agriculture.
1: Yes, sir. I'm a, a botanist. I uh, I studied at the University of Hawaii, got my uh, plant science degree.
0: Nice. So you have that. Um, the way I know you is you're a very um, like a peaceful person, earth conscious. Um, I feel that in your music, but I feel like all that all over the time, like getting to know you through mm-hmm. these, these different you know uh, avenues it completely makes sense for what your your music is like right you know what i mean yeah um, 100% yeah so i was
1: having a conversation with my mom today um cuz uh, i was showing her the kale song and she she thought it was hilarious you know she's laughing and uh she asked me like, what, what made me want to write a song about kale? Right. And I was like, well, it's not really about kale mom, but uh, you know, I, I I told her that my approach has always been the same. It's fundamentally about, you know, kind of asking, what is it about? Like w- the one thing that I, I, I dislike is when I listen to a song and I don't learn anything about the artist, you know what I mean? Mm. Like um, I love, I love it when a song is an exploration of who that person is. Right. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what we do it for. That's what we hear. That's what we want to hear. You know, you want to connect. get, go. yeah. You want to connect. Exactly. So I'm always thinking like, what about my experience? Like what bars can only come from me? You know what I mean? What, what song idea can only come from me? Like from, from what I, what I know as a plant scientist, right. From what I know as a veteran, from what I know as somebody who used to be religious from, you know, from my, my experiences, how can I bring those how can I bring something that, you know, when someone listens to it, they're going to know more about me at the end of it. You know what I mean? No matter how long they've been listening, they're going to feel like they're there with me. You know what I mean? That's, that's the, the main thing that, that I, that I, that I aim for, you know, before I start anything, is like, how can I bring my experience to this? You know what I mean? Yeah. How can I add it all up?
0: Yeah. I get you. Uh, my, this album, I just finished. It's a poetry album. So oh, kind of. it's like, I can't really say too much, but it's like poetry, spoken word, music. And yeah. there's like this weird Blend, mix. Yeah. yeah. It's just because I told you, I don't do like what everybody else does. I do yeah. what I want to do. And a lot of times I do it and I'm like, nah, the world doesn't want this. So <laughs> you know, very, but yeah. yeah, like it sits there, but it's, I still did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and this one is like really personal. It's called um, Letters to My Father lessons to my seeds that's dope right so you'll hear like what when you hear that yeah if anything yeah you'll if you don't understand me from there <laughs> you're not listening
1: <laughs> that's everything right there you know what
0: yeah I'm yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it pretty self-explanatory that's but, dope. Um, so were you born in hawaii
1: oh no no i was born in england uh wow. my had me out there um i was only there for a year My mom said that she swears I had a British accent as a baby. Um, I highly doubt that, but um, went straight from England, came to Hawaii. I spent my first few years out there, um, then went back to the mainland, lived in South Carolina and Maryland. And then my dad uh, decided we got to come back to Hawaii. And so he came back to Hawaii. And uh, that's where I spent the majority of my my development.
0: Wow. So where else would you live if if you had choice to just say, I want to relive, because we were talking about earlier about the the truck and... Yeah, like, just uh, driving off. So, so, like, where would you go? I think if,
1: if you know, if I had any choice in the world, I really want to go to, like, one of those future cities, right? Like Singapore or uh, Neom is a new city that's being developed by the Saudi Arabia. Like, I really want to see... I mean, even Korea. Like, I'm, I'm hearing all kind of crazy things about the the kind of advancement that people are achieving in urban development is inspiring. And I love Hawaii, I do, but we're kind of uh we're kind of backwards out here. You know, whenever you ask people about Hawaii, some some people are like, don't they live in huts, right? And it's like, it's not too far off. You know, we're 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 pretty uh we're pretty rudimentary.
0: Like primit- yeah, primitive.
1: Yeah, we, we got our first train that came up and people are fighting it. Um there's a lot of political uh, drama about it um, but just from the public transit you know what I mean uh, it's it's we're, we're we're very backwards here and uh, I if I were to ha- if any if you know nothing was off limits someplace like Taiwan or uh, you know some some somewhere super advanced I definitely want to go like Japan and live there for a little while my um, plan to I wanted to see the United States because as, as an American I don't know I feel like there's not enough I don't know i feel like i I meet so many people who are kind of stuck in their place right and people who don't have that military kind of background of jumping around everywhere you can get dug in pretty easily right and then get comfy comfy that way and years years can get shaved off your life and uh i really want to see america you know what i mean like that's that's something that's on my bucket list it's just to see the country that i'm walking around you know i wore the flag on my shoulder for for six years, I think it's important that you, you have that trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, that trip where you get in that car and you you just drive and just see what the States are about. Cause it's a beautiful country. Like, uh, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's an amazing place. Like and I say that from a, a, a biological standpoint, as a biologist oh, okay. um, for one, like the, the nature reserves and stuff, the, the amount of biodiversity and, um, the uniqueness of the new world. A lot of it, when we talk about, um, you know, the reason why, you know, slavery and and, and the trade, the trade between, you know, the the triangle, with the the guns in Africa and and the materials to Europe, the reason why the discovery of the new world actually revolutionized uh, the entire planet was because fundamentally of the biodiversity that was available. It was like dumping a whole new planet on the old planet. You know what I mean? It, It turned out to be a negative consequence for the people who lived here um we, you know we acknowledge that 100% but the 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 reason why was because of the biology there was so many new species here there was so much space there was so much uh there's so many plants that we eat now that were not normal you know what i mean like corn right right, right. corn was a completely uh, north american discovery it, it did not exist elsewhere other places uh um potatoes grow in south america um and they completely the reason why China's population is the size it is now is because of the discovery of potatoes. Um, so all, all these different things completely revolutionized the world and, and it, I feel like as a botanist, um, like one of the most important moments in my life was when I, uh, I had a dream that the, the, the redwood forest burned down. So uh, the next day I woke up and I bought a ticket to California and I went out and I I stood underneath those trees because as, as a mm. as a scientist for me, like this is one of the most remarkable biological achievements on the planet. Like these trees are oldest t- trees, some of the oldest trees in the world. They're huge. Yeah, you know?
0: I took my kids. It's
1: a beautiful place. It's it's an enchanting place. Like it's truly magical, and it it was worth it. You know, just to go out there and just be in that nature. And that's when I I knew that I needed to do a trip like that. So that's still on my on my bucket list, and that's what I was planning on doing. But as far as living, like I definitely want to experience kind of the 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 highest level of, of human achievement when it comes to you know technology, what what we built uh, and, and developed. The city is sort of like the ultimate human organism, you know what I mean? Like it's the, yeah. it's the contiguous unit of humans living in close con- contact, you know, developing and creating culture. Um, I think that's a, an amazing thing. And that's definitely on my list. So that's yeah.
0: cool. Yeah, man, I think um, I obviously we have a time difference, but I swear to you, man, I would love to have you on the show, like just talking, like, as I said earlier, but we talked about before we got on air, you know, more or less stories and solutions is more like, like I said before, there's stories. So you have like your reasoning for like, I want to travel and there is a solution because you're looking for the ultimate way of nourishing your body, your mind. Your soul, right? Like I, I want to take my kids because I actually told my wife, like, let's sell everything. I'm gonna get a, yeah, you know what dope. I mean? I was like, I was like, let's get a 45 footer. I'll will find a job that's online. I could teach online something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do something online. Amazon, we don't really need, but so much, right? And we go to all the states that you know can uh, safely be. Yeah, and you know because my family's mixed so it's like i'm like you know we go to wherever it is but we we learn the land Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean and then if we're like in texas for example i could say oh how much is it for land here Mm -hmm. i could purchase some land but we could still keep traveling right Mm -hmm. so then we have a place to come back to Mm -hmm. um and you plant your gardens and you know you do whatever it is you're going to do but you explored the United States, as you said, because yeah, we do a lot of bad things here. But if you look at how you said earlier, like there's a choice. So like you can say, like for me, I'm neutral. So you Mm -hmm. can say, well, I I choose to live on this farm. Now you can have farm where how you said before we have cattle that are just you know in pens, or I want to have open range. Exactly, and this is just going to be for my family. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean um i'm not going to do it to have a store i don't mm-hmm. want anybody around me mm-hmm. you know what i mean i just want to be able to live in peace right yeah um i would build something on the inside where I can have like those uh i don't know the proper name but they the have the levels say again
1: the hydroponics the growing yeah. Products, yeah yeah
0: yeah so then i have my food in there uh, a little silo off to the side that has the water treated mm-hmm. whatever it is right um but i'm still able to travel Mm-hmm. And then come back. My kids are homeschooled. I don't need them to like their influences are lesser than than you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's I get it. You know, like I prefer to make what quality life I can with the time I have left because unfortunately, like my not start living until I was thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like you know 20 years behind (laughs) you know what i mean um and now i have kids so like you have this this burden of why i won't say burden because they're not a burden but in the sense of like you have a family to take care of so your dreams kind of go on hold yeah you know what i mean because you're like i have to do this and that's kind of what i meant by the burden but it's not you created that so it's not it's just you have to look at that blessing of i was able to have kids, right? So I, right so i want to create a quality life and if i don't feel like i'm doing that how do i do that with the how least, do you close that gap yeah with the least amount of means so like you were talking about minimal minimalism mm-hmm. you know so that's what yeah i think we should have like a whole nother episode but um <laughs> one step one step yeah um so here's a question for you what are your top five producer influences you can say oh. you can say less than you can have three two
1: well, one hundred percent. I have to say, Jay Dilla, right off the top. Um, okay, he's you know, in my
0: he's in my top five. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. Now I just remember, um, you know, growing up, I listened to my dad played a lot of house music, um, a lot of jazz, and I just I can't remember the first beat I heard by him, but I'm pretty sure it was it was either him or B's when it was adult swim Oh, okay they used to have these blurbs where they would just play a little bit of the beat and i think that was one of the experiences in my life it felt like i had never up to that point really ever connected because you know you listen to your parents music it's always playing kind of in the background right right i didn't listen to music for myself until that, those Adult Swim commercials. Like when I heard mm-hmm. that, it felt like a little like hit of dopamine. Whenever wow. I heard those Jay Dillard beat, whenever I heard those new <laughs> sound clips, it, it, like I felt like a drug, like hit me, right? Really? Like yeah, it was something about the, the lo-fi, the, the, the sounds that they use, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was amazing. It, it, it completely changed how I, I experienced music. I ended up listening to MF Doom And all those guys, you know, that was kind of my introduction because they had a they had a free a free album. I think it was uh, Danger, Danger Mouse, Danger Mouse. Yes. Yes. That that the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It was so goofy, but it was it completely uh, revolutionized my my perspective of music. Uh, Kanye West, of course, uh, an amazing producer, Uh, DJ Premier. Yeah, uh, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. DJ Premier changed my life. I mean my my first few projects, I think all the beats are on all my you know all my projects were Jay Dilla, d j premier and uh, uh, who is the third one uh I, I used to listen to a lot of the alchemists. I think anyone who like even now like you've listened to youruri Meshi uh, yeah Sipe, a few times sitepess Sipe, production is like it's it's automatic for me like w- when that stuff comes on uh, it's like the bars just pop instantly. And it's because it's the same, it's the same kind of, uh, music that inspired me to start listening. You know, that the soul samples, the, the drums, The there's something about hearing the, the strained vocals in the back that kind of bring me to the state of mind that, that, that I, that I feel like I'm always in, right? It's like, it's almost incommunicatable. I remember we talked about before in, in the conversation that, you know, the people, we we reveal um, what we lack by what we seek most fervently. And yeah. uh, I think that the one of the compulsions for me, the reason why I, I write so much and uh, why I write books and, and articles and songs is because I'm trying to articulate something, you know, that sounds in my mind like, you know, just the strained emotional, you know, screeching in the background. And it's like, how can I translate that? How can I capture it in, in some way that is is coherent to me? And then, you know, as a consequence, luckily, I'm able to create things that other people enjoy as well. But it, it really is like a medicine for me. And so um, any, any instrumental that kind of encapsulates that where you can uh, and I think it's interesting because we, we talked about before, you know, listening to music and uh, hearing l- you learn more about the artist when you listen to their listen music. to
0: Yeah. And yeah. I listen, to, that, that's how I, I learned from you. Yeah. Like I learned, I learned about you. I like, obviously have we known each other a long time, but I, we don't, we've never really had this kind of conversation. Yeah. You know, like a text here and there, um, you know yeah. like I learned I learned about you through Eric or you know um, but your music, even if I said, okay, it seems like he's taking liberty to 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 put some imagination into it because that doesn't seem plausible. it still tells me where your mind is trying exactly. to go right so yeah i I was gonna ask you like um, do you play instruments? um, I used to play. <laughs> It's funny, I I
1: tried, I I legitimately tried everything. I tried uh, the piano, I tried the violin, I played the flute Um, and they always put me in the back. Um, You know, I I, I did everything I could. I was in the choir, Um, but the only thing, and I've even produced a little bit, I made a couple of beats for a project, Um, but I think that my best, instrument has always been my voice and I um, it, it's the way that I'm able to communicate um, the best, I think. And luckily I've been, I've always been surrounded by, you know, Eric and you. And uh, before that I had my, my homeboy Vontae. I'm the guy who went on to do, do really, really amazing things. Um, I had Almari uh, beats. I had, I, I've always, I've always been surrounded by people who um, who could make great music um dj rock and well um uh, huge inspiration for me um so I, I i've always been surrounded by those people so from for me like even though i've always wanted to dabble in instruments it, it it became one of those things where i i was like should i split my attention or focus it on what i know i can excel at and just put a hundred hours into that into that yeah, of it into 50 50 with uh, something that I, I wasn't taken to naturally. So that was just a choice that I made. Uh, I, I, I do believe that, you know, as things change, you know, I was listening to an article or uh, a breakdown by, uh, I think it was Andre 3000, um, who was talking about why he's not really interested in hip hop anymore. Um, he was saying like, you know, he just woke up one day and his perspective was different. So I'm very open to change. And, and I, you know, if I I pick up instruments every now and then to see if I change my mind, I tried to learn the guitar a couple of years ago. Uh, okay. But uh but but yeah, not not yet. It's definitely on my list though. You know, I, I want to learn an instrument. And if I get the the right circumstances, uh I'm gonna continue to pursue it. But I'm I'm so blessed. Like I I can't I can't thank the universe enough for having the interest that I have in writing and just being surrounded by all kinds of musicians. Uh, even now, like we're planning for the the gala. Uh, we have a we try and have a gala every year. We missed the last two years because of COVID. Um so we're gonna throw another one on December 10th and uh somebody hit me up the other day and they're they, they got a band and they're like we want to we want to perform like we will we'll do the back background for one of your songs and you know it's like just by putting my putting it out there and saying hey like we're doing this like people come out of the woodworks you know if you build it they will come kind of thing so yeah yeah
0: you know,
1: i've been yeah, very lucky what
0: so what's your dream collab um for you with a producer or artist oh that's a that's
1: an excellent question it's what I do (laughs) dream collab man you know it sounds it's so cliche right like I feel like almost every a lot of artists in my generation are going to say the same thing
0: but mine's Eric Sermon Eric Sermon (laughs) yeah like 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 Def Squad like I want to produce I want to produce for them that would be something but I want to be on the track that they produce
1: yeah hell yeah just do a whole collab project
0: yeah, man, for real.
1: <laughs> I think uh there's no there's nobody that I've um I've ever admired more as an artist. Um just from the the breadth of skills that they've displayed over their entire uh over their entire career um than Kanye West. Like wow. the man the man has done so like just the The variety, you know what I mean? The the evolution. Yeah, he's not
0: in one box.
1: No, and and with every project, it's almost like you can see, you can trace the genealogy. You know what I mean? Like every every project that he does, he learns from it, and then in his next project, he takes the lessons from his last project, and then incorporates it into his next project. And he's constantly, and he's he's done it time and time again, and it's it's so it's remarkable, like to see someone continue to grow and evolve and change and you know the, the 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 extra extra music stuff outside of that you know some people say is a consequence of, of genius um, whatever one thing i do know is if you strip all that away and you just look at the, the, the work that he's done um that's the that's the kind of artist that I want to if you're talking about a dream collab it would be somebody be who Kanye. Passed, it would be Kanye his 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 sight his ability to kind of um, I always joke around um, because I was in all these different fields and, and where I've come from and, and I had the blessing to be around uh, experts. Um, I, I, you kind of realize uh, there's, a, there's a good quote by this guy named Richard Feynman. He's a, he's a f- uh, physics guy. He, he's one of the people who worked on the nuclear bomb and uh, they were asking him about um, sociology or psychology or something like that. And he said, he said, in all honesty, like I, I've read their papers and I don't know psychology, but I do know physics. And in physics, you can't you can't really, you know, you can't BS, right? You have to know what you're talking about. He's like, once you know what you're talking about, you can tell when other people know what they're talking about.
0: That's right. Right? You real recognize. <laughs> or, or BS recognize BS.
1: <laughs> exactly. exactly. So that was his kind of summary. He's like, I read their stuff and it doesn't sound like they know what they're talking about. And so it's, it's a similar thing. Like once you've been around experts and you look at how, um, how they, how they do anything, you know, how they build, uh, I've been around business people and I've seen them, how meticulous they can be about the, the parts, each individual element of their business. And then I meet somebody else who says they're a business person. And I'm like, uh, this is not, the same level of detail, right? Like there's right. a dramatic difference between the two. And, you know, one person is obviously probably gonna be doing a lot better than the other. And, uh, but if you don't see that, if you don't, if you never witness it, then it's very easy to get kind of caught up in that. And uh, when I when I listen to music and I talk to people and I, you know, we, all the stuff about it, you kind of start to realize that there are there are levels, you know what I mean? To, to like how how much thought is going into what they're doing. Right. And when you look at someone like Kanye and everything that he's done, especially musically, particularly musically, um, the amount of thought is just it's, it's insane. It's insane. The amount of work that goes into what he does. And so not, have somebody working like that with you. That's that's a, that's dream stuff like that. That's dream right
0: there. <laughs> I'm asking you something. I don't think I'm on the level of Kanye, but uh, <laughs> but, I, but I'm but I'm going to say it like this. So you've heard my first one, I think I put out. No, actually, my first one I never put out. It was a trance album. But mm-hmm. I had this one where um, the one that says the lunacy begins. And it was more or less done for like commercials and video games yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you hear that, then the next thing you heard, I think, would have been the mixtape. But then you heard this chill. This last one was chill. Right. Yeah. And I remember I had sent you something. I think the link. And I was like, it's on Spotify, it's free or whatever. And I remember you sent me a text and you were like, cause I said, oh, this one's gonna be different. And you said, oh man, this is way different than your last thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had completely evolved.
0: So so this is the thing, like in 2001, I did like a trance album Mm -hmm. and everybody hated it. (laughs) And then like, well, this is a weird thing around 2008, I had played it one day and people were like, oh, that's you. And I'm like, yeah, like, why didn't you put that out? I was like, I did. You guys didn't like it.
1: <laughs> oh, they were ready for it.
0: Yeah. It was just a different thing. So like yeah. what I do, like right now with this poetry thing, it's, it's, it's not like I'm the first guy to do poetry, but the way I'm doing it, yeah, I haven't heard it. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I don't consider me like Kanye in that sense, because I think he's more uh, mainstream. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I think I'm more like underground, <laughs> but, but, I'm, but I, but I feel like I'm kind of, I don't, you can't put me in the same box twice.
1: Yeah. 100.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause
1: you're constantly moving. And I think an interesting thing about the, the web today
0: too, um,
1: is that, you don't know, and this is another thing I go back to whenever, whenever I talk to any artist, right? It's like if you're trying to if you're trying to make what's hot right now for one, like uh, I never recommend that, not just because it's kind of you know cringe or whatever, it's not cool, chase the trends, but also I don't think that it's a smart strategy because if it's hot right now, that means that it's already kind of passed, right? The wave's already passed. Right. If you're if you're just pursuing what you like and making stuff that's just you, you know what I mean? Like if you just look at the history of art, I think one of my favorite subjects in the world is history, right? Because it puts everything into perspective. Um, you'll you'll notice a lot of the artists that put stuff out, they would work for decades. Some of them would work for decades in obscurity. Right. And then all of a sudden, bam. They struck at the right moment. They're in the right place at the right time, and the right person sees what they what they what they had. And all of a sudden, this library of work that they were working right. for in obscurity is now yeah. considered highly esteemed. And and you're the new hotness, even though you made all that stuff twenty years,
0: years ago. ago yeah, <laughs> <Right? That's laughs> yeah.
1: How, but that's how it's always been. It's nothing new. It's not yeah. a new at all. So like I always say, just keep do what you love. Chase what chase after whatever and you never know like and not 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 to wait in expectation of that but you genuinely don't know and a lot of times because trends move and they cycle or whatever if you're making something now and people are like oh i don't i don't really mess with that right now it's literally the 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 cliche that oh they're not ready for it is usually true because in a few years people are going to be looking for something that they they're oh i'm so tired of all this stuff that i thought was hot and then they're going to find that stuff that you know, that you did it's a while ago is different. This is what I yeah. wanted. They didn't know yeah. they wanted it yet because they were satisfied with what they had at the time. But that yeah, does not right. reflect the work. The work that's itself, right. you never know what's, what people are going to take out of the work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? All our, our only job is to put the best stuff out that we can to follow our interests and keep pushing it. And then one day when the world is ready for it, they'll pick it up and realize how much work went into it and you know, it, once the time that it's it's there for arrives, it'll be ready. So it,
0: when it when it all aligns, right?
1: It all aligns when it all aligns. My one of my favorite stories, um, you know, speaking of art history, is about Monet. I, I hope I'm quoting this story correctly, but uh, he I don't remember what he did for for most of his life, but it wasn't until he retired. I think he was like in his 60s or something, uh, where he finally sat down in his in his garden. And he was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna paint my garden, and he just painted his garden like every day for like for years. And now he's considered one of the greatest artists like in the history of mankind.
0: And he'll <laughs> never know it. He'll never know it.
1: He'll never know it. And
0: but the, but it's still garden? it's still a wave of of his creativity that's connecting to people that aren't even from that generation.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: So that 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 shows that. His uh, soul was into that work.
1: Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's, all we, that's gotta, all we can do is put our soul into our work,
0: and it'll reach. That's people. why they say selling your soul. Yeah. Yeah. When you sell the I music. Mean, yeah, man. What What is your favorite instrument to record to?
1: Um, I, I love the saxophone.
0: something so you could do a music. you could do a you could do a verse, with just a, just a sax. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. Okay. Remember
1: when I, when I mentioned before about um, in soul samples that it's that kind of voice in the background. Um, I, I always felt like brass instruments are, they sound like a voice.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. If you uh, yeah.
1: it, it's definitely a voice. Um, I've always loved brass instruments. I've always loved the violin. That's the reason why I try to learn it. Um, string instruments of, of all kinds.
0: I love the strings. That, that's one instrument that can make me cry.
1: Yeah, 100%. A good violinist can, I don't know, it, it can take you to another level. Uh, as I got older, um, I started to love the guitar more. Honestly, now that you asked me this, uh, I, I don't think I could pick Like every like instrument. There's so many instruments that um, speak to me, and uh, they all kind of encapsulate that same idea of there's an emotionality that um what like a lot of times when i'm when i'm writing when i'm in like a writing mode uh i don't like to listen to other uh artists um mostly because um i don't i don't want to subconsciously like pick up on their metaphors and Mm -hmm. use them i want to keep looking for my own way of expressing things yeah um and so i try and avoid it and i know a lot of people have mixed feelings about that um but when, when I'm doing that, of course, I still have a, a thirst for music, and I listen to a lot of classical music. And um, I, I, the the strings just take me to another level. Uh, piano is, of course, you know, it's uh, a, a but that's technically a string instrument. But you know, mm-hmm.
0: I uh,
1: like yeah. I, <laughs> either way, like there's yeah. no there's no instrument I, I I can think of at all that's like. You know that I that I wouldn't make a, a
0: beat. Something to,
1: yeah. I could, I, I start it's, off it's,
0: with the bass.
1: Oh, I love bass. I love because of my
0: voice. So like most yeah. of my stuff, I'm giving away my secrets. But like, <laughs> like like when I like I made a song for you, I won't give it to you yet. But because I have like, I'm gonna try to hurry up with these questions. But I have this one song I did for you, and it was starting off. It's called Organic, mm-hmm. and um, it's like I'm sitting there, actually right where I'm at, and I'm like like that right Mm and then i start playing the beat or whatever it may be yeah but my friend plays bass like he's like a professional bass player so i make these sounds and then i send it to him
1: and then he'll make it he'll record it
0: yeah and i tell him can you get as close as close as you can to this yeah in your future plans i was uh talking to eric and he was like man we should do a collab album with you and me and genesis um producing uh malaman i was like yeah and then i said i said i want to i I said i have stuff for him right now but i want to talk to him i want to meet him first because i want to be able to like just what we did with this vibe because now i'm like confident that i'm like okay this stuff that i may have thought was too way out there Mm -hmm. because i have stuff where it's like just strings i have Mm -hmm. stuff where it's a beat and, and like i said in my 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 body mm-hmm. right but because i see you're open to it i feel confident to say this is the dude he's gonna right. make my you know what i mean like like i told you like there's this is wave so uh what are your future plans and then i'm gonna and then i'm gonna send you something real quick and i just want you to listen to it but okay. i want to get the reaction on there
1: i'll right, send it to yeah, your phone
0: right.
1: well yeah so my future plans honestly uh we did we did three year of Meshi tapes this year um and Sife doesn't he doesn't seem to be stopping like so what how how we operate
0: um like is hit boy sh- and Nas.
1: yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> he just he just shoots he just shoots them. like we have a, a discord channel and i'll just wake up one day and there's 10 beats in there and oh. i'll literally just i'll just download them all like i won't even listen to them and i'll just throw them in and then i'll just see if i can make a track to it and um, uh, we we got up to a point where I think I was doing a song a day um, for like two weeks straight. I think that was uh, Year too, and uh, that's when we realized like we could probably do this, do this forever. So it, it, the the stopgap now is like how because he's got he's got a kid now he, he's he's got a family life. Uh, he's trying to work full time too, so uh, he'll make beats at his rate. And as soon as he can get them to me, I can make songs out of them. So um, we, 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 we always try to do a big FTF project whenever we have a gala. So that's my next um, like focus. Cause uh, I think the gala is on the 10th. So that's like maybe a week and a half from now. Um, so we're going to have that. Everybody's flying in. We're going to record that Saturday on the 11th um, and then put that out. And then after that, is the holidays. So everybody's going to be busy zooming around. Uh, I, I have no idea what's to come to be, to be completely honest with you. One of, one of my favorite things. And the reason why um, I think that uh, my life has been as uh, happy as, as it is with, with music is that I am open to try whatever with anybody. Nice. Because, Cause nice. you don't know, you know, like, it's one of those things people, some people wait for inspiration to strike. And uh, I think that's always a bad strategy because inspiration, like genuine inspiration is rare. Right. But one thing that you can do is kind of put yourself in the arena as often as possible. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll I'll turn on a beat that I, I'm not thinking it's going to do anything for me, but I'll, I'll throw it in. What I like to do is um there's, there's an old uh, a habit. They say if you want to go for runs, right, you want to start running. Don't tell yourself that you're going to run, right, because some your brain is like, oh, I don't feel like running, blah, blah, Tell yourself, I'm going to get dressed in my running my running clothes, right, and I'm going to put my running shoes on, and I'm going to take one step outside the door and just feel the air, right? Because you could do that, and you say, I'm not going to commit to running, but I'm going to right. get all messed up like I'm going to do that. And then you get there, and nine times out of ten, you're going to be like, well, I'm already here. Right? Oh,
0: yeah, you might as well go. I might as well go, but yeah, I take a walk first and then that yeah. turns into the jog.
1: Exactly. But you don't go committing saying, Oh, like, Oh, I got to record a song today. I just say, you know what? I'm going to set everything up. So i get my, my mic ready. Uh, I'll throw the beat in there. I'll play it a couple of times, you know, drink my water and I'm not, I, you know, whether I make a song or not, doesn't matter. Right. Cause all I know is I'm getting in the studio today. That's all that matters. Get in there, get everything set create, up. You're ready. Create. Try, right? Maybe I'll write a few things, freestyle a little bit. A lot of times nothing comes of it or I'll have a song that I don't keep. Um, but so many times I've got in the studio on a whim, you know, just to see what would happen and made something that, you know, changed my life in some way or, or changed somebody else's life or just something that I really like. So um, that's, that's the way it's always been. My, I, I don't really have super long-term plans. We, we, we throw stuff together. Um, I really want to do, I'm working on a project with my girlfriend. Um, I don't know if you heard, she's on a couple of the songs we made. Um, she's she's a songwriter. That's actually how we met. Was, Is her uh, name
0: uh, C-H something?
1: Uh, S-A-T-I.
0: S-A-T-I. No, there was a girl's name. I'm trying to remember. It's like photographic. It's from your old thing. So yeah, obviously that would be right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: no. It's all from the stuff from Chris. Oh, uh, Chriselle! Oh no, you know what? I know you're talking about Christ Moon.
0: Oh, okay. Christ I I'm trying to see the I'm trying to see the the name when it comes up on my on my playlist thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. no, no, not Christ Moon, not Christ
0: Moon. Okay. Not. So, she, Sati. Missachi, okay.
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. She's oh, on-
0: she's on that last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm um, yeah, trying to do something with
0: her. Okay, I want to work with you for real. Like I know, like it's been like back and forth, but. Man, dude, you you not only just inspire, but it's like more like it keeps feeling like it's supposed to.
1: Yeah, you know, there's Um, a reason we've always been we kept in contact.
0: A (laughs) hundred percent. So I sent you something, and I want you to listen to it real quick. It's like a real quick quick loop, and then I want you to answer these. Just these are called rapid fire, and it's just like you just you don't. There's no explanation. Just quick answer. Um, and then the last thing was, I looked at your YouTube and stuff. I was listening to stuff and it says, um, the crack dealers was the highest rated one. And I was curious why you thought it was.
1: (laughs) Okay. Roger that. So, uh, honestly, that song is, uh, I think it was a stroke of genius. Um, it was one of those moments where we were, we, you know, that, that whole project was kind of like our declaration that we weren't going to be like normal rappers right like we were going to make songs that we thought were fun um and I remember we actually had a conversation at one point um and it was surrounding that track and uh because at the time um people had considered me a pretty serious rapper and um a lot of the people that I was making music with at the time they they weren't serious rappers they were they had just started making music you know a lot of them I was like yo just come in the studio like anybody can rap like it should be fun right and it got down to the point where some of the more serious artists were asking they were like is this going to be like a real project you know should we start telling people your verse can't go on the track you know what I mean like that was kind of the discussion that was being had and some of the guys the the newer guys they were like yeah you know I understand I'm not really like a pro that you can take my stuff off Right. And I sat we sat there and we had this conversation and I said, you know what? For me, like the most important thing is that we're all here having fun. Right. Like that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if we if we sacrifice, if we start cutting people off and trying to make a product, right? If we try and we do that, and then we don't get what we think we we want, right? Which is the success and the fame and all that, then we would have sacrificed our friends for nothing
0: you know what i mean the creativity too
1: yeah so it was like it was like would it be worth it you know what i mean like to try and make this pristine product you know or should we just have as much fun as possible with our friends for the time being right and then let whatever happens happen what ended up happening was uh we put together these tracks that were super fun and we just had a blast it was one of the best summers of my life and then we put it out there, and people loved it. Like everywhere we we when we were uh, we were we, we lived in uh, Aliamanu at the time. This is right near uh, uh, where uh, uh, me and your wife grew up. And uh, Aya, the A Town boy, they were all blasting our music everywhere we wow. went. We hear our own tracks, and people from uh, the DJ Rockwell. He's a he's a pretty big DJ out here now. Um, he was a younger guy, and he was at the high school, and he said that they were they were playing our stuff. We had just graduated. You know, they were playing our stuff.
0: At like the school. parties.
1: Yeah. Oh, really. Because they were Man. like, these guys are from our school. These are, you know, you know what I mean? Like these guys yeah. are music and they're, they're, you know, we, some of us know these guys, we saw these guys. They were the upperclassmen last year. Right. So like it, it reached a bunch of people, um, let, letting them kind of know, like they could make music too, you right. know, like it, there's no, there's no big barrier between us and them. And that, that's really what I wanted to prove, right? That was the whole point of the project. I was like, if you put yourself out there and you work on it, like anybody can rap, anybody can make music, you know what I mean? Like just put yourself out there and that's the biggest barrier, you know what I'm saying? It's just showing up and, and putting something together, right? A lot of people don't even do that much. And yeah. so, um, you know, showing people that and a lot of those guys went on, some of them are like uh, my homie, uh, uh, what's called? Uh, I think it's, what's his rap name? I think it's Moses, my homie Moses. He uh he's got he's got a track that's got like thirty thousand plays right now. He's he's the most famous okay. out of all of us. Um, he's a world world renowned artist. And uh, I remember you know back in the day he was like, oh I don't really you know like my voice. I don't really think I I would I would fit in this kind of environment. And uh you know we proved all that wrong by just doing out there. And he's he's one of the singers on uh, on that song. It was his idea to make that song. So uh I think that when I when I hear that song and I see how well it's done. And, you know, people still remember it and talk about it. Um, it. It's a it's a it's a funny kind of flip, you know, a concept that everyone already kind of beats beaten to death, you know, and all that. Yeah, that's so-
0: what that's what made me wonder if because of the name, I yeah. was like, I was like, I wonder if that's why people are clicking it versus because obviously they don't know, like what you're talking about. They're looking at the title first
1: yeah and i was like
0: to me that's like a psychological thing so that's what i remember i said agendas yeah like you you might have i was wondering if it was like okay i named it like this because i want to see if people are going to go to this because of this or like how you said like i'm having fun with this but somebody else's first impression is oh there's
1: gonna be some real gangster stuff
0: yeah like you know what i mean so that's kind of why i was asking you
1: yeah, that's ex- what well, that's exactly why we went that route, right, is that we wanted to subvert people's expectations. Yeah. Um, the, the success of it has been a, a direct consequence of us facing that, you know, kind of fa- straight on. That, that I think that even though we weren't trying to trick people, we wanted to make a point in the face, you know, drill that point home right like that this is what people want to hear and so we went full tilt you know what i'm saying yeah, and, yeah uh i think it turned out well i think it worked
0: so i'm gonna thank you here being on my show uh stories and solutions i'm putting it out there man you could be a guest host whenever you want i <laughs> I, I, I i hope that we uh this is the beginning of like we continue to talk it doesn't even have to be through this way but whichever way works um that. So I thank you for coming on. And like I said, there's an open invitation plus your, what you were talking about before and, and um, like your book, you know, like you said, it was pink, uh, pink nihilism. uh, uh nihilism. Yeah. And I, I want to look up, like, I know what nihilism is, but I want to get like into it to, to, to know, yeah. like when you come on again and don't wait too long, like come back on and, 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 <laughs> right, and, and anytime, anytime. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, you know, you go into depth with that.
1: Well, Steph, I just want to I just want to leave off on a on a note. I, I want to let you know, like the, the feeling is 100 percent mutual. And uh, I'm extremely grateful to be here, man. Like many years, uh, I, you know, we've we've always kind of missed each other like ships in, in the night kind of thing. Um, the support you guys gave me early on um, that that belief in me that you guys had, especially in those younger days, you know, um, I, I was working, I was working pretty hard. You know, I was working my butt off at a lot of different uh, signals coming from all different places, you know, going off into the military. Um, the, the, the time, the times were rough, but uh, I, what you guys did and said in those, those early days, uh, how you guys believed in me, how you and Eric were, were constantly sending me tracks and we were working on stuff and trying, you know, talking about record deals and all, all this other stuff. It made me, confident in myself in my in my own music you know what i mean like you i don't think it's it's impossible for me to accurately describe how motivating you know those those conversations that we were having were you know what i mean like when you when you guys say the stuff that you say um it, it really it can it can resonate you know what i mean and it can it can really when you're in a dark place and when you're struggling with things like nihilism or depression um used st- to those voices that you've heard throughout your life that have said you know this is going to be something interesting this is we you got to keep pushing you know we we think that you can do something great one day it keeps you going you know and 100 uh, none of that was wasted not, not a single word so i appreciate that very much and that that's why you know as thank soon as you. you offered for me to be on the show like it, it's an honor to be here as well for me
0: no i think i really appreciate it and thank you so tell me what your um what you're listening to or that i sent you uh i kind of want to see your hear your reaction and don't like feel like you have to like uh honestly don't like just if it's no good to you it's no good but I I'm, this is something i did with you in my head
1: okay uh where is it at did you send it to me i sent
0: it know? to your phone like a text i like this yeah
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could work with this. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God, that's smooth.
0: So that's just a loop, but but I was like trying to get you to give you the idea of what like I'll I'll you know do an opening da. da, da. But if yeah, you like yeah. that, yeah, okay, cool. I like
1: that. I like that. A lot. <laughs> Thank yes, you. Yes.
0: Yeah, do what you want with it, but I'll like stretch it out, or Where? if you want to stretch it out, however you do it, like it's up All to right. you too. You stretch it
1: out for me. Hit If you
0: get a minute, 30 seconds. That's about it. I'm All back.
1: right. So I'm back.
0: Perfect. <laughs> so thanks a lot, man. So I appreciate you.
1: No problem, sir. I'm glad to be here, honestly. And uh, yeah. anytime, anytime.
0: All right. This is Stories and Solutions. I have my guest, Malaman. Be easy.